Whitney ran a finger along the polished edge of the Queen Anne table. With seating for eight, it was walnut with maple marquetry and nicely turned legs, worth about twelve thousand, possibly less with that small scratch. Pity it was too big to stuff under her blouse. She snorted, and opposite her, the two men examining a marble-topped commode looked up, one placing a proprietary hand in the small of the other's back. She should probably keep an eye on them, see what they checked out. It might be a stereotype, but Gaze had a nose for what sold. In any case, Whitney wasn't looking for furniture today. The Sevres platter in the centre of the table might have done the trick, if it wasn't so likely to be missed. What she needed was something smaller, expensive, and different. She gave the couple a smile and continued her browsing. Quite a few people had arrived, she'd expected that. Estate sales tend to bring out the vultures, although judging from the glut of sweatpants, the neighbours had come for a look-see too, curious about what the old gal had squirrelled away in this mock Georgian manner of hers. Locals in the Blue Frog thought rumoured her late husband had been big in canning. Whitney clucked her tongue. Apparently, there was money in canning. She glanced the objet d'art on the sideboard and caught a glint of sunlight. There were some solid investment pieces amongst this lot. There was a pair of vintage ladro figures. A shimmering brass and wood puzzle box in a glass dome, too well protected. A curious shell, cast in bronze, from which a woman's torso emerged, and a head that looked half human and half fish. Earlier, a squat, ugly man, wearing too many coats and a large hat, had peered at the shell through dark sunglasses, and she could have sworn he'd given it a quick lick. She felt a jab of adrenaline. There, tucked behind that silver tankard, golden curlicues gleaming in the late morning sunlight. Whitney's pulse danced. It was a Fabergé egg, gold filigree on a green background, and it was old, really old. Not one of the later well-known designs. Imagine if it were one of the originals crafted for Tsar Nicholas II to gift to his wife, or to his mother, the Dowager Empress. One of the seven lost eggs. She held her breath, not daring to exhale. If it were, it could be worth... Beautiful, isn't it? Whitney jumped. It was the agent. Damn. She'd hoped to slip in and out unnoticed. Just another person in the crowd. If she swiped the egg, the agent would remember her. She'd have to find something else. Something else like this? Not likely. Not even close. The agent was talking to her. Whitney composed her face. Uh, it's not a real one, obviously, he said. One of the later copies. Mrs. Chili's didn't even keep it in a cabinet. She had it sitting on the mantelpiece. You'd hardly do that with a real one now, would you? Whitney smiled politely. Is the surprise still inside it? I don't know. Quite likely. The family says it hasn't been open for years. The lock is jammed, you see. It'll need a jeweller to open it without damaging it. Whitney leaned in to scrutinise the clasp. Would you like a sales catalogue, miss? She didn't have to give a name, because the door flew open, and a man breezed in, a wookie at his back. Whitney noted the collective intake of breath, the quiet shuffling, the way the good citizens of refuge averted their eyes, looking anywhere but at the newcomers. Interesting. 